Welcome, welcome. Welcome to EOB Salon Talk. EOB Salon Talk is much more than hair talk. It's about conversation that actually happens in the salon, like marriages, relationship, community issues, politics. Let's talk. Hello, hello, good night, and welcome once again to EOB Salon Talk. Tonight is going to be a very, very impactful night. It's going to be a fun night. Let's welcome our guest, Mr. No other than Mr. Money Mike. Money Mike. Mike, how are you? Good, 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 good. I am so honored that you decided to be a part of EOB Salon Talk today. Yes, First of all, can you introduce yourself to my guests, please? So I go by the name Mike. of Money Mike. I'm also CEO of Momi Clothing. Momi Clothing Line. Yes. Momi. So, Momi, what, how did you come up with that name? First of all, let's start right there. Let's just jump into it. Okay. How did you come up with that name, Momi? So, Cause that's, um, I like it. But. So, so, I'm just going to give you a fast forward. In the last five years, I've been putting information, collecting information together on how to do a clothing line. And um, I was struggling with a name. Um, I'm a party promoter. I've been throwing parties for the last 12 years. So, I already have a platform. You know, people come to my parties from all over the tri-state area and stuff like that. So I knew I needed a product. It's easy for me to push the product because the party people follow me anyway. Hey. So I was struggling for a name. I had four names. It just wasn't a good name. So I worked for the post office. There's a guy at my job, white guy. And I was telling him the situation. You know, he's fascinated about the black culture and what we do. And, and he followed me from the parties and Mike, what's next? I told him a clothing line, but I'm struggling. So he's the one who thought of the name Momi. And when he came with the name, I'm like, well, what does that stand for? He was like, your name, Money Mike. It's short for Money Mike, Momi. I thought it was stupid, <laughs> to be honest. I sat on the name for four weeks. Thought it was stupid. Um, but I was pressed for time and I needed to come out. Like, because in life, when you want to do something, you always find something you delay, like you be like, oh, next month, next month, oh, this is, there's never a right time. Mm -hmm. So you just got to come out, and when you come out, you fix the glitches later. So um, I decided to come out with the name. Originally, when I came out with the name, I was marketing Money Mike. It was another young guy. I got a lot of um, creative people on my marketing team. Yeah. And, and, and the one thing about messing with the youth, because I'm 47, okay. the youth are very talented. They, they see the vision different. So it was a young guy, like 25. He was like, Moni, you've given the world Mo of me, Mo me. So wow. I decided to go marketing-wise with that because that fit the situation better than Money Mike. Because everybody know I'm Money Mike. But that marketing-wise is better. So wait a minute. Everybody know. How did you get the name Money Mike, though? Money. Okay. So um, Money Mike started in 1996. Hmm. So, um, after high school, you know, I didn't go to college. I did, I, I think I did a semester in college and, um, my, I'm from, my, well, I'm originally from the Bronx. I moved to Mount Vernon in 88. So one of my very good friends, Joe Jeanette, Heavy D, best friend, met him. He introduced me to everybody, Heavy D, Pete Rock, Seal Smooth, everybody. That's how I know everybody. So I seen when Pete Rock, Seal Smooth got on. I seen when Puff got on, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
And then, you know, going down to the uh, uh, the radio station, the record labels with them, you know, it, it's just a party town. Every party in the 90s I've been to, every club, skipping lines, tours, Madison Square Gardens, out of state, L.A., all that. I've been there. So I pretty much, you know, hung out, partying and bullshit and ran the streets. So it was a guy in the Bronx, Dave, that, you know, I, I did some business money <laughs> ventures in my time in the 90s. Yes. And it was a guy, Dave, who gave me the name because I could take an operation and turn it from nothing into something. So hmm. he started calling me Money Mike and the streets respected him because he made a lot of money. And it just follows suits when you're hanging in the streets. Now think about this. This is the 90s. This is 95. But the name came into effect 96. And ever since he was calling me that, everyone calls me that. Because they've seen the transformation. I'm tied to anything to do with money. You say something that for me was profound. Okay. You could take right. money, right? Right. And create with it. Create a situation. So when I look at you now, not... not Knew you back in the 90s, but not knowing you right. back in the 90s. Because right. we met, we actually yeah, yeah, met yeah. at this location right. here. Long story, not for, not, yeah. not for this podcast. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> but what was good about that was, you know, sometimes we take different... I like people that take their opportunity. We all have opportunities in life. Right. The problem is with our opportunities that we have in life, not everybody make it right. into right. something. What I respect about you is, and I've, I've watched you you know, in different ways. Mm -hmm. And what I respect about you was you took whatever you learned in the 90s, whatever right. you did, whatever right. you were doing, right. and you turn it into something powerful. When we started, you said this. You said the youth. See, I'm, I'm a firm believer in giving back, in bringing, pulling another person up, bring it, pulling the youth up. And mm -hmm. what you said is that Stick with the youth, pretty much. You just gave me a, a, a drop a nugget on me right there. Right, right. The people don't get that. Don't miss that part. Right. Stick with the youth and they'll, they, and they'll actually help you. Let now, me tell you something. You have to save relationships out here. Mm -hmm. you know, keep relationships with everybody. The youth, your mm -hmm. age group. Keep the line. Don't try not to burn bridges. Ah, my favorite. Down the road, people can come back and help you. Believe it or not, when I started Moment Closing, a lot of people who I met through Heavy D, all the record labels, Arista, mm -hmm. social media is very big now. So people could see you without even seeing you. Right. Could be in LA, Atlanta, Miami. So now people remember me from the music industry with these dudes. They reaching out. Yo, we see you doing that. Ship your clothing to Atlanta. Ship your clothing to LA. Ship your clothing to Miami. These are relationships I made and kept in contact because my character is good from the 90s. And it's, it's 2020. You, you said it again. You, you said it again, right? Yeah. Character. Yeah, your character. Building character. Plays so right. with saying that, you know, who was who inspired you most? If you could say one person, I know for you, maybe a couple people. Right. So what inspired you? Um, I like to ask people this question because I'm inspired by a, a whole lot um, of things. One of, one of my favorite is Rosa Parks. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm a hairstylist, so people okay. think I'm going other ways, but... Rosa's Park inspired me in a way that lived deep within me. So who actually inspired um, Who are some of your inspirations? I never and why? I'll never forget this story. So the 90s, 
all record labels, Def Jam, Bad Boy just started Uptown. Puff started as an intern. Look at his situation. He started working for free, worked his way up. They seen he had an eye for talent, but it was free. And then they put him into a slot to get money, like on payroll. Mm-hmm. So now, because I'm older, what you need to take for a situation, sometimes it's okay to do something and you're not getting something back. It's okay to do no, something No, say that for free. again. Say that again. Say that again. Yeah. It's okay to do something for free sometimes. Right. Because people don't get that. Right, because you get the knowledge. Keep going. So, interesting story. Like I said, I used to go to all the labels. Uptown, Bad Boy, Bad Boy just started. So, I'm going to Bad Boy because everybody from Mount Vernon is there. Groovy Lou, Jay Black, all of them is there. So, I got access to go there. They let me in the office. I, I, I never forget. I met Total and 112 before they was on. Mm-hmm. This is before the 112 video with Biggie. Biggie was the only one on. So I met them. Stevie J, who's hot now, they used to clown him in the office. He was the guy to go get McDonald's. Real talk. Like, like they son of him, straight up. Stevie J's the dude who showed me the total video with 112 and Biggie. He showed me that video before it came out. And was like, yo, this is dope. Look at it. So I never forget Groovy Lou. Shout out to Groovy Lou, Groovy Style. That's my dude. Yeah. Clothing designer. We're getting him here soon. Started with Puff and all that. Yeah. You know, he's big in fashion. Groovy Lou always been cool. Same guy, same character from day one. Nothing changed. I never forget. I was like, yo, Groove, I want a job too. Like, I want to work. He was like, Mike, you know, you out in the street. You're not going to want to do this because I was always fly. New Pele, all that. Averex, all that. Always fly. So he was like, I don't think you're not going to want to work here because. It's like a stipend. Like, they give you, like, 150 every two weeks. You know, ain't no money. But if I would really thought about it, the stipend's cool because I had my own money back then. But I got access. Access. Working at Bad Boy gives you access. All the parties. <laughs> if they go to North Carolina, you're going with them for free. If they go to L.A., it's access. I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it as the money because Guru Lu was like, you're going to want to check. And in the beginning, ain't no money here. I should have did it for free because back then I had no job. I was hanging out for free anyway. We going to parties mm-hmm. four days a week. So, okay. <laughs> so, 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 you know, back then I'm hanging out for free. So I should have did it. Worked for Bad Boy. I would have moved up. I knew everybody. So that's one thing I regretted. You asked me a question. Who was an impact? Influence. I like the Puff Daddy story. I liked the fact that he worked for free, worked his way up with the connections, learned the game. I like that. Um, another dude in the in the um, music industry. This is after you know they got on Dame Dash. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about after he got on. Mm-hmm. Dame Dash is a very smart business dude. Hey, you can <laughs> learn from him. I wish Dame Dash would be a motivational speaker because the knowledge he has on business is incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. Dame Dash is incredible. So, back to Mommy Clothing. Over the last five years, I've been collecting data. One of my good friends from Mount Vernon, Omar Oski, is a fireman. He wants to do a clothing line. And um, I used to go downtown to the fashion district. I used to go to 
Brooklyn to um, in Brooklyn, a lot of print shops is there mm-hmm. that they manufacture your clothes. So I'm going with him, collecting data. I'm collecting all this data, going with him, and this is his show. But uh, I, the data I collected in one year would take four years for someone to learn. But just hanging out with him, cause on his show. So I'm collecting the data. I collected enough data where I felt strong enough. I could do my own situation mm-hmm. because I collected data from other people from other people over the mm-hmm. years. But Oski played a pivotal role leading up to Moby. I asked you that question because it's very important to know about who inspires us sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, because I believe what you're doing, you're actually paving the way for the, the generation to come. Right. And, you know, I started this this journey here. Mm-hmm. So I could speak to people so my younger generation could actually understand mm-hmm. what it really means to go out there and work. You started one way, but mm-hmm. you built something from it. Mm-hmm. Which seg- segued me into this question. During So we, the country, the world went through this crazy time with the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. How, how did it impact you? How did you deal with that? How did that actually impact you and your business per se because i think you started right before covid so, so how did that impact so you fast forward um so a very good friend of mine they call him go by the name of king george he ironically came out with a clothing line like i think he came out january and i was going to come out maybe like a week before that I, my production got held up with the print shop so i could have been out in december or november so when I did come out, he came out like the week before me. So I wanted to let him live. I didn't want to bump mm-hmm. heads because we were good friends. So I didn't want people to think it was a competition thing. Mm-hmm. So I let him rock for like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. So I came out like March, like a month and a half later. So boom, I come out. I was I was doing marketing. So even though I came out March, I was still posting Mommy. People was like kind of unclear, like, well, he keep posting this name. What's this about? And then, then I like, I, first I would put Momi, <laughs> then I would put Momi clothing coming soon. So I did it. I did like a two month buildup of repetitive Instagram, Facebook. So when the clothing line dropped, they're like, oh, okay. Now, one thing I learned from back in the day, and when I say back in the day, clothing designers that mm-hmm. I know a few of them mm-hmm. from the late 90s, they was under the impression that you have to buy bulk. That's bullshit. <laughs> so let me tell you what bulk does, right? They feel like they got to come out with a full clothing line. That's the yeah. wrong thing. I know people who come out with full clothing lines that they stuck with certain colors. They might be stuck with purple, orange, red, this and that. So you have to get proof of concept that you're even hot. Because you got a lot of people that this shit is hot, I'm sticking with it. You Proof of concept meaning put it out there, see people gravitate towards you. Keep it real simple, maybe two colors until you know you got proof of concept. Then you dip into the other colors. This is all a strategy that you have to learn, research, and etc. So um, these clothing designers, I've seen a lot of them fail because they were stuck with merchandise. Mm. Some of them, the logo was whack, and some of them, they just picked the wrong color. But they, bottom line, they were stuck with merchandise. So being I knew this from back in the day now, when I came out, I said, you know what? I'm going to do pre-order. Mm. Post it on social media. Good idea. Real simple. White and black. You know, because I need to get proof of concept, get the sales coming in before I dip into all these other colors. 
White and black, real simple, what you want. Um, one thing about going into COVID, um, I feel like I'm a popular guy. So my popularity off rip, I got people that Mike is a good dude. You know what? Give me two. Give me three. You understand? what I'm buying one for everybody. My wife, my kids, everybody. Boom. COVID comes out. Right in the middle of me doing this shit. It comes out like three weeks later. So... COVID hit you right when you have your idea, I come out March 1st. They start shutting down New York City the the third week of March, like the 20th. And and then by April, city shut down. Highways empty, telling people don't hit the road. Mad people dying a day. It's like what? (laughs) 5,000 people dying a day or some crazy shit? So... <laughs> Only essential jobs is open. I work for the post office. So they open. People scared to go to the post office. So I knew it was real when three co-workers died. So I'm like, oh, this shit is real. People start getting scared because they was like, well, they was coming to work. So why am I coming to work? They not, they not scouring down stuff. So people stop coming to work. So so you so you actually weren't home. Like I was home because I was shut down for a while. Right. So you actually was going to work as a postal. Right. And then and I stopped. I have to say thank you, though, because that's, that's a great job. So I stopped going to work, too. Oh, you did? Mail slowed down. Right. In New York. It yeah. slowed down. So what took you like two or three days might take you two weeks to get the mail because it slowed down. It wasn't moving. You, you, right. People wasn't true, coming to work. True. I thought, okay. And true. I'm going to tell you the freaking what the post office did. Mm-hmm. They started hiring young people who ain't been working in two years just hire you off the rip. Boom, you get there, you're not really realizing it's unsafe. Mm. Nothing's in place to clean the place. There's people that died here. There's people that's getting sick. They're not putting the information out there, but the young people just want a job. It's a high-paying mm. job. They're not looking at like how you get hired so quick. They're not looking at that. Mm-hmm. So they replaced a few people, but the mail was still behind. Getting back to the clothing line. So with... The internet, why it's so powerful. Instagram, Facebook, very powerful. I have 5,000 friends on Facebook. Instagram, I got like 2,900 people following me. I'm only following like at the time 900. So you got to ask yourself, why so many people following me? Because I live a certain type of lifestyle. I travel, parties, the nicest restaurants. The partier, the partier, the promoter. People gravitate. They want to see that. If you give them something to see, they want to mm-hmm. see. So I used that, the lifestyle, and tied it in to Moni. You understand what I'm saying? Tied it all in together. So, so during COVID, I follow a lot of people, not just New York. Mm-hmm. There's people from Miami, Atlanta, VA, California that follow me. So believe it or not, my sales was coming out of state. The New York people was holding their money because they were scared. Yo, this shit is shut down. I'm not spending no money. Yeah, we my, were. We my, were scared. Okay, of course. but my sales came from out of state. So a marketing strategy I did was, if you was from North Carolina, bought my shirt. Yo, listen, take a picture, send it to me. I'm gonna post it. And then when you post it, you gotta word it. This is a uh, Ray Green from North Carolina. He just made a purchase. Thank you, Ray from North Carolina. So now the New Yorkers. Because I'm naming people what state they from. They're like, wait a minute. Mike got, Mike, no, this person North Carolina, California, this person Miami, this person Virginia. So now New Yorkers 
They're home. They just got the stimulus check. <laughs> right? Yeah. The people are not me. The people are getting money from their job. Because mm-hmm. some people are still working. You can't go nowhere, so you're saving money because you can't right. go out to eat. Restaurants is closed. You can't go to the movie. There's no entertainment, so you got extra money. So people got extra money. The New Yorkers, they started buying my shit. But the the help came from out of state first. For me. But that's a blessing, though. It's a blessing that you knew these people and that right. they could help. But let me ask this question. Well, this I lived way. off the 90s. My hey, past. I was just going to say that. I lived off of that. So, and... So, Leads me to the next question. You lived off the 90s. The 90s put me in the game. Right. Because you remember where you're from whence you came. Right. And you had a relationship. You built relationship. Relationships. So- that word. We're going to keep going back to that word this whole video. Relationships are everything from the 90s. People be like, Mike, why you be talking about the 90s? Because guess what? It, hey, it's best it, music. It's Come making, on now. But it's making me float. Through my situation right now, the '90s, believe it or not, I, I think that I had an incredible track video. record. First of all, oh boy, here he asked me a question. The cameraman back here asked me a question. Yo, Money Mike, the '90s. My card game was incredible. Your card game? Car. Oh, card game. Luxury card game was incredible. Okay, '95. I had the Aqua Legend Coupe. Everybody in America, you wanted an Aqua Legend Coupe. The two-door with the tan leather. Am I lying? <laughs> okay. And I had this in real time when niggas wanted it. So I, I, I need you to know that I had an accurate legend, too. Okay. I had it, but I had and it, it was tan. Time out. So just so, so you I know. Had the green, the I had the green with the tan leather. I had it in real time when people wanted it that couldn't get it. Oh. Right? Not years later. Mm. My next car, I had that a year. My next car, I was changing cars every year or year and a half. My next car, Lex Cool. Every rapper in America wanted that. I had it. Okay? Lex Cool. That was like 97. Boom. I'll never forget this. The CLK, right? Mm. The Benz. Buddy I joint. Came out 99. Only dudes had it uptown. You seen that shit in the Mace video. That's it. Mm. It wasn't too many people, maybe three people uptown that had that shit. I was in the three. I had a silver CLK. With long hard rims. That changed the game for me. People looked at me different. I bought that shit for myself for Christmas. Okay? Merry Christmas to you. Yes. Mike. <laughs> so my card game was crazy. He wanted to know why they call me Money Mike. My history speaks for itself. So let me answer that. Since since we just went around it and he didn't answer it. Okay. They call him Money Mike right. because he was making money, at living with money, acting like he had money, mm. and looked like he had money. So you were just... No, this is this is for real. Yeah, you just yeah. had money. I was in the mix. So I Did always say, I always say. I was involved in a couple of real estate deals, oh. uh, sneaker store, and a couple of other things that we ain't got to talk about on the camera. Nobody's trying to go to jail. And you won't go to jail? <laughs> no one's trying no, to get indicted here. But, but, Mike, you turn your life around. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And this yeah. interview is to show how yeah. you could turn your life around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, ain't nobody with, going With good anywhere. relationships. With good relationships. Keep relations. I kept a lot Keep of good relationships. You, you don't like my lipstick? No, I'm trying to look into the camera. Like, no, so the right. viewers can see me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I'm going to look at you. Ignore now. him. Okay, yeah. You can look at me. All right, gotcha. It's all right. All right. You know, I, yeah. I only charge you. Um, yeah, it's all good. I, I, I sweat pants or something. <laughs> Listen, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I gave that to you, right? So, boom. But 
my question is, mm -hmm. what would you add, what would you say to a younger you? What is one of the things you would say to a younger Mike? If 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 you had the opportunity uh, to speak to a younger to, Mike, to, what would to it the be? youth? No, to a younger you. What would you say to a younger self? Like I told you, that bad boy situation, I should have took it. Everybody who worked for free at Bad Boy back then got on. So what you say to your younger self is like working for free sometimes okay. Everybody got their shot. So they was on for like a year or two, vice president, ran this. or Now, it, did they stay in that situation? It's a whole other story. But they got the fame and glory for at least two, three years. Everybody that started off working for free got on. I remember when you met me, I was a shampoo girl, remember? Okay. No, I don't remember that. Ah, see? So many years. So we spoke about Stevie J, right? Stevie J was the yeah. McDonald guy. Yeah, I was a shampoo girl. Right. And right J. here in this location, right. actually. And then Stevie J got on. He was a part of uh, hit, hit Makers. And then, you know, big producers and all that and stuff like that. Stevie J went on to produce hits and all that. So It's not where that, you start, though. That's what I'm saying to the youth. Like, sometimes you got to know. And you got to know when to seize opportunity. Oh, wait, say that again. Now that's know, the best part. You got to know when to seize opportunity. So when you see an opportunity, you got to know, wait, this is an opportunity. Let me jump on it. Let me talk, you know, build relationships and jump on it. So you got to build. So me, and, I want to get back to Momi, though. Okay. Because I got a couple of interesting questions. Business questions. Uh, so I have a question for you, though. So again, uh, One business question I have for you. What encouragement you give to a young person that's coming up, like opening a business, um, based on what you've been through? Mm -hmm. What would be the question you have for a young? Well, the what would you tell the young person or young me, right. younger me, right. that is coming up trying to open a business? How do they? Because there's a lot of people with businesses. Right. It's not legal. Right. It's not together, right. 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 so they right. can't. So what would you say to so, that person? So with the clothing, mm -hmm. right? So before I go LLC, Momi. I had to find out, can I move the product? LLC. Right. You, you just dropped that. Right. A lot of people right. are not LLC. So, so, so let's talk so, about so that So now first. there's a difference. You got people that got clothing lines. Yes. They slap their name on a piece like this mm -hmm. and just so on. They stuff don't own that the They don't own it. They don't have a business bank account. So before I got LLC, I had to know, could this move? Do the people like it? So through social media, I'm making money. It's real simple. Pre-order. People hit me up, DM me. Um, you want the piece? Cash app Zell me. Real simple. Cash app Zell me, you mm -hmm. get the piece in one week. Oh, yeah. It takes mm -hmm. a week. Once that started flowing, I found myself like doing eight to twelve hundred a week. Like I got eight to twelve hundred a week profit in my pocket every week. Like, so I got extra money now. So this mm -hmm. is serious. That's how I, that's that was my proof of concept. Mm -hmm. This is serious. <laughs> so boom. Now I'm like, I, I'm on to something. Let me LLC moment. So my man gave me a corporate lawyer because you couldn't go to no offices back then because of COVID. Oh, you, you, so you did your LLC I, during I did my time. LLC. I came out March. I LLC the end of April because I took off. COVID didn't slow me down. So people Ooh. was buying my shit. So the end of April, the last week of April, I'm like, yo, damn, I'm doing like 800 I started off with like five, six hundred, but then it was like a consistent like eight, nine hundred, eight, nine hundred. So I'm like, you know what? Let me LOC. So boom, I got the stimulus money. 
you know, my joint was, what was it? Like, I think it was like 2000, like if you had a kid or 1800 or something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. It, I was not part of any of yeah, that, because I, I don't even you, know. I'm you, still you, waiting on my You get the money for the kid, and then you get yours. So I think it was like, like 1800 or something like that. I took that money, used that, and did the whole things with the lawyers and got the LLC. The, 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 the kit, it's called a kit. The binder. The black binder. The, the, yeah. the, 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 the company thing. name is right there, Mommy mm -hmm. Clothing. You get it, come to your house. You take that kit to the bank and open up the business bank account. So now you up and running. You, any any residual income, you put through the bank account. So that's a very important part. You gotta put the money through the business bank account because you gotta get credit. And you gotta file taxes. Wait, 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 wait that's, that's too much. You're giving them too much information. Oh, okay. Let me talk about the importance <laughs> of putting the money through the account. Because when you get money like me, cash up and sell, you got money in your pocket. Some people giving me money on the street. Like I could go to Harlem. There's certain blocks I go through in Harlem, and I, I make $1,500. I just got to have a product. You understand what I'm saying? Harlem's actually my best town in New York to make money. I can make, if I have enough product, I can make $2,500 one day in Harlem. So, Mike, yes. um, with all that being said, I have one question for you. Okay. But how did you start the part? Why party promotion? How did you start being a party promoter? Um, so there's a guy from the Bronx. His name is Eric Presley, a very good friend of mine. He's from the Valley in the Bronx. So his wife is uh, actually Tammy Presley, who has mm -hmm. the shop. Of course, she's from Sugar Bowl mm -hmm. in Mount Vernon. So he does, he's been doing parties for years, ever mm -hmm. since I know him. So it's funny. He's seen in the 90s. He loved my car game. Mm -hmm. So he was telling me, yo, Mike, it just makes sense for you to do parties because you hang out. People gravitate with you because of the luxury cars and stuff like that. You fit the whole image as a party promoter. And you know people. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they call you anyway to be like, yo, Mike, where you partying at tonight? So you'll be perfect. So at first, at the time, you know, I, I was married. I was with my son's mother. But then when we broke up, it was the green light for me to throw the parties. So when he came back to me, there was a club in Harlem, Body, that I was going to. And then they needed like a promoter. So I was cool with the owner. So I actually was putting him on, Eric. Yeah. Eric couldn't do it. He brought me into the situation. And that was my introduction to the party scene. I'm going to say that was like 2009. And um, it was an after work Thursday thing. And it was crazy because people came to Body, and then after Body, everybody went to the strip club, Sin City, on a Thursday, 2009. Just mm -hmm. think about what you were doing in 2009, <laughs> right? So, boom, that was like a five-month run, and then it ended because all these parties, like, they ended because of some bullshit, maybe the owners or something. So then, I was hot, fresh in the game. Eric found a spot in White Plains, mm -hmm. Westchester. We from Westchester. It's called Milk Bar. Milk Bar was a small spot. So when I seen the spot, I was like, yo, we could like do something here. Boom, we did something there. We start bringing like DJs like SNS. Uh back then, like SNS was the big name. We brought like Stan Strong from the Bronx. That was another big DJ. E Kim at the time, another big DJ. So we had white, we had the city coming up to White Plains. That was big 2009. That was very big. Okay, that ended. That was like a six-month run. These are like six-month run because something always goes wrong with the owners. So I was seasoned now. 
Eric used to bring me to do the deals with the owners. So I knew how to structure a deal and what's a good deal. You know, you want a percentage of the bar. Uh, you want to keep the door. You got to pay the DJ. I knew how to do it. So there was a, a lounge called Salud's 2010. It was right across from Yonkers Raceway. It's a lounge over there. So I went there, dressed up as a suit, because sometimes they get a little discouraged because you're black and stuff like that. He's going to have a hood party. So I went with a suit. I freaked him. You know, I worked for the post office, had the suit on. I showed him flyers for body and milk bar, this and that. And I was like, yo, I want I, I want to do this. I don't want to run this like a bar. I want to run this like a club. Mm-hmm. So they was impressed. Like, you think you can run this like a club? Like, yeah, definitely. Get people bottle poppers here and all that. So they gave me like a club deal, like 10%. You do this, you get 15. You do this, you get 20. It was a club deal in a lounge in Westchester. So, boom. They thought about it for three weeks. I picked the Thursday night. That Thursday night was dead. That's another thing with the party thing. Doing parties in the week, they're quick to give you a night because it's extra money for them. You know, everybody want to keep Saturday and Friday mm-hmm. for them. It's the best night. But Thursdays and Tuesdays, they're like, fuck it, give it to them. He's going to fail. Until you start doing numbers, they take you serious. Then they be like, what you need? You need bottles, this and that. Like, what you need? So, so I lose. They took a chance on me. I put the team together. Boom, we took off. That was like the hottest thing in Westchester for like 2010. I had, like now, people pay like Jadakiss and rappers to come to their party. All of them was coming to my party. Right. Jadakiss, Fat Man Scoop, all of them coming for free. Because it, it was hard to get in. It was crazy. You know what I'm saying? The bar's doing like 15000 This is a lounge, not a club. It's a lounge. We're doing 15000 at the bar. 2010. So those three years, 2008, 9, 10, that put me in the party game. I was labeled as official promoter, Money Mike, throwing parties. And that's how it all started. <laughs> oh, and then I did something epic. Barcelona Bites. So that was more current. Because I took a break from the party thing because I felt like owners took advantage of of, of the culture. Mm-hmm. A lot of these owners are Dominican or white, but preferably Dominican. And, you know, not to say they're racist, but they're a little racist. You know what I'm saying? So they don't want to, they, 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 they start counting your money. What you're doing at the door, they peeping shit. You know what I'm saying? So it starts off all good. Like, we'll give you a percentage of the bar. You know, they're making a lot of money at the bar. But like most people do when they start seeing you making money. But then money, they like, wait a minute. They always counting they their money. They hearing stuff from security. Yo, they charging $30, $40. So they start doing the math like, well, if he charging $20, $30, we know from the security there was 300 people in here. He's eating a little more than us. But listen, <laughs> your bar's making money. Don't get greedy. If your bar doing 10000 stay out the way. Like, if I wasn't here, you wouldn't be doing three thousand. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, you know, with these owners, you just gotta sit down and talk, work out the deal, work out the situation. So that make you start doing and um oh oh so Barcelona Bice. Very interesting story. So relationships, nine one four, RIP to him. He passed away. Mm-hmm. So 914 is a promoter, a dude that had a heart transplant, mm-hmm. and that's what made him start throwing parties because he couldn't work. So he started throwing parties. He stuck with it. I mean, we kept saying sticking with it. Mm-hmm. He stuck with it, started doing parties with Bronx promoters, 
So he got better. I seen the transformation with him getting better. He used to come to my parties. Let's keep it real. And then he started doing parties. So I started admiring him. So when I seen him at Barcelona Bikes, he had it with some girl from the Bronx. And um, he pulled my man Gio in, and they were struggling. So they pulled me in. When they pulled me in, it was a good situation. They had a they had a club deal, 20%. They get free bottles. The situation was good. So I'm like, and Barcelona held like 400 people. So at the time, the only thing in the Bronx I was rocking was Salsa. So Barcelona was Tuesday in the Bronx, mm-hmm. over there by Van Cortland. You know what I'm saying? So boom, I got down. Long story short, we all brought something to the table. You know, I was good with bringing Harlem, Bronx, Westchester. George was good at bringing women. 914 was good at bringing his little Bronx friends, Yonkers. The other girl was good at bringing Bronx. Everybody does their part to make a party. So this was an unusual crew that got put together. But it worked. It was crazy. And, y'all, I'll never forget. I started Barcelona June 2016. Yo, the bar went from 5,000. Every week, grow 8,000, 12, 15, 20. Then for like seven weeks, it was 20 and better. 23, 26, 24, 28 on a Tuesday. So I took a break from partying for three years, picked back up Barcelona in 2016. And when that took off right away, automatically people was like, oh, we're better than Salsa. Salsa on Thursday, as y'all know. People saying we're better than them on Tuesday. People mm. come from everywhere. Barcelona was so crazy, you couldn't get in there. 11 o'clock, couldn't get in. It's crazy. You know, you know this conversation is getting crazier mm. and weird. Everybody went to Barcelona. No. From everywhere. They heard about it. Real so talk. sit back in your chair for a second. Yeah. So we had a conversation about doing an event, right? Right. Oh, you don't even remember this, so you could sit back. Okay. So the partner approached me first about doing an event. I just tell you I have nuggets and I store them and I drop them. That's cool. And then he said, we agreed to do the events, the event, me and your partner. And then he said, let me bring my other partner. And then he came. Don't remember me. I said, oh, yeah, I know him. Because that's me. I'm always, yeah, I know such and such Karen. Sometimes I don't remember exactly Mm -hmm. where we know each other from. But I did remember you. And he came. We did the deal. The deal didn't happen, not because of our sort of relationship. I'm going to remind you after we close this camera. Right, right. Where? Yeah. Um, But the deal didn't happen because of where it was going to be and the people that was involved, the owners, really. So it really wasn't me. This is airy for me. Yeah, yeah. Because where where you know, so with you promoting, I'm sure you've met a whole bunch of people and oh, you've yeah. done a whole lot of things. Right, right. But all I'm getting from this interview is relationship, relationship, relationship. Be good to your situation because yeah, yeah. you never know where you're gonna be in and, for and, me twenty, thirty years. And later. through Barcelona. So I met a different breed of promoters. Yeah. I met local DJs that I would have never dealt with. A whole bunch of local DJs. I know all of them now. Like, back when I was doing parties, like, Smooski, Razy, none of them existed. They exist now. And they came through the circuit of me. And, and we got good relationships. Promoters, too. A whole bunch of promoters I met. We got good relationships. 
And listen, it's as simple as this. Somebody get a spot and and I'm in the top five of getting a phone call like, do you want to be a part of the situation? Talking is the key. Let's let me let me keep it on. Sharing. Sharing and talking. Um, because on Instagram, you know, they got the thing, the story. So, you know, you got your page, that's cool. But then you got your story. You'll be surprised. I do so much better in my story. Because now you can see who's viewing you and and, and like you if a person don't like your picture on Instagram, you don't know who's like watching. You know what I'm saying? But in your story, yo, my numbers is incredible. My numbers some days is like 500. And I know who's watching. So when you know who's watching, now this is a marketing tip now. When you know who's watching, you feed the story. That's why it's called a story. So my story is not just moment. My story is the lifestyle. They, they bought into the lifestyle. So they bought into me in Miami, fucking up cash, at this restaurant, here, then back to moment, then back to the lifestyle. So I'm bouncing all over the place because I'm giving them a storyline and the lifestyle. The lifestyle is for real because it's happening. You know what I'm saying? But what I like with you is I see a lot of people on Instagram mm -hmm. and a lot of their stories and a lot of their lifestyles are not really real. Facts. What I like with your stories that I view on Instagram uh -huh. is it's actually you. It's real time. It's you in real I'm really time. In the, I'm like, really in the Louis store. Yes, it really is. <laughs> I'm like, really in the Fendi store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fendi. That was today. <laughs> but we'll get back to that because I got a party this Saturday. This Saturday. And I hope he has something that Fendi back yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. I waited for him. So you better have something over there. Sorry, for I was oh, late. I was shocked. That's My all right. But again. He was shopping, but anyway, <laughs> you better have something for me. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, for me, that what that's inspiring. And mm -hmm. when you live in a community, sometimes you got to give back. Right. And I always see you around, and there's nothing anyone could say about you that's negative, right. because you're always giving back. You're always reaching down and pulling someone up. Um, when, oh, I, you know, I'm glad you said that. So. There's some people, I'm not going to name drop, that if you was like one of my peers and mm -hmm. you going through a tough time and I, and, you know, I liked your style, we had good vibes, I'm in a pretty good situation. It's nothing for me to, if you gravitate towards me, you start coming around, I like your style, yo, come on, I got you, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's situations where, you know, some people I'm cool with, like, yo, um, you want to come to the party? Yo, you need something? All right, boom, let's go shopping. Like, it's cool. Like, if you got it like that, you could do that. It's cool. But there's nothing wrong with picking good people up, people who you think is good people. There's nothing wrong with picking them up, uh, picking their whole spirit up, mm. and making them, you know, give them hope that they could change it around. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, I don't want nothing back. It's just genuine. I'm just trying to help you out and give you the most information so... You could figure out what you need to figure out in life. That's just how life goes. You know what I'm saying? What you put into the universe, you get back. <laughs> so, were you saying what you put in the universe where you get back? What would be one of your favorite quote, like favorite saying, something you say all the time, something you hear all the time? So, a favorite quote that I use is, is go time. So, if you come around me and I say it's go time, that means we're going out and we're going to get it on tonight. It's going to be a good night. It's go time. It's go time. It's go time. You hanging out with me, it's go time 100%. You're going to be like, oh, damn, I don't want to go home. It's go time. It's go time. 
So I'll say for me, one of my favorite, I have, I like quotes and I have a few, but for this moment is sitting right in front of me. The best things in life is the people okay. that you meet along the way. Right. Right. And for me, for this info and the places you've been, right. right. But, and the memories that you've made, mm -hmm. I think it, it, it's fitting for this conversation because of your love for the nineties. Because mm -hmm. the best thing for you was the 90s. Mm -hmm. Because the 90s, the people you meet, the experience you have. So I want to take time out to say thank you for being a part of my moment. Oh, that's what's up. And my Appreciate memory. You. And Appreciate a good you. part of that. A good part. Appreciate because you. we don't tell people thank you enough for being a part of our journey and our moment. Because mm -hmm. everybody you meet in life is a part of your journey. And, and, and I'm going to say this. I'm still here and um, relevant. A lot of people <laughs> in the 90s... Who they was relevant in the nineties that I came up with, they're not relevant right now. Just keep it on it. They're not relevant at all. And these people was up there, relevant, running with the best of the best. There are nobody right now. So let me ask you one one thing before we wrap up. Let me ask you this okay. thing. I'm trying to see how to add which one of the questions. I have a couple questions for you. Mm -hmm. We could sit here for hours and just wrap. Yeah, good. Right? But one question I want to ask you mm -hmm. now, if you have to change mm -hmm. one thing about the way you're doing business now, mm -hmm. would you change anything? Would you improve on anything? Or um, what would you change? Um, um, so I'm going to have to... I might have to work on when you're a businessman, you're you're you 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 go through a team a team adjustment. Mm -hmm. So when I say a team adjustment, so there's people that was a part of the company. Certain mm -hmm. things I hire them for, pay them for, or they get merchandise or whatever the case may be. And when people get down, it's cool. They they gain the information and all that. It's cool. But then they feel like, okay, I helped out. I could take this knowledge. I don't want to give it to Mike. I want to do my own thing. And that's cool. They bounce. They do their own thing. It was a failure instead of sticking with the team. So when it grows, you grow too. Because mm -hmm. I'm a very giving and sharing person. So it's not, no one can say like, oh, Mike didn't pay me for my services. Nah. But, you know, certain people get slick and think like, I could do what you're doing too. You don't have the juice I got from the 90s in the background. So you really can't. But everybody think they know people like I got my base too until it's a failure and you should have stayed. So for me, I got to consistently meet people and build the team because there's people that leave and then you got to replace them. So I got to constantly network and build the team. But there's one story I want to leave y'all with the business. Came out March, summer flowing, selling moments. This is t-shirt and hat now. Nothing else. No sweatsuit. No hoodie. Oh, this wasn't out yet? Wasn't out. Mm. I came out with a t-shirt and hat and simple, white and black. I didn't start doing colors to summer when the world opened up a little bit. I started doing colors. Smart Blue move. And all that, that. that was a smart move. Right. So, boom. Summertime, t-shirts, hat. So, the fall came. Got to connect. Sweatsuit and velour suit. Came out with that. September, end of August, September, when I came out with this 
with 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 the sweatsuits and the velour sweatsuits, it was over. Went like hockey, especially that velour. That velour sweatsuit reminded people of the Sean John. My best month. Now keep in mind, I came out in March. My best month was October. The sixteen thousand, sixteen five to be exact. You heard what I said? Sixteen five. Okay, that was my best month. Sixteen thousand five hundred, right? Sixteen thousand profit. Profit. After you, okay. Profit. Sixteen thousand five. So you recouped your money you put out, but the profit was sixteen five. A lot of stuff come to your crib, and mommy clothing from banks. Oh, you can get a hundred thousand. You can get two hundred thousand. There was one that was five hundred thousand. It's a trap. So it's Christmas time. It's not a trap. Okay. I'm about to educate you. Okay. Um, and and they're giving you this information because you're a legit LLC, LLC and you have a business bank account. So they pick that up and they send you this stuff. So boom, it was just one for half a million. I'm like, let me call them. It's close to Christmas. I need some extra money, some credit, credit line. Excuse me. Credit line. Okay. Credit, credit line. line is different. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. it was a bridge. It was called like a bridge program. Mm -hmm. Called them up. It was like, so I'm like, how does this work? Uh, it depends on how much your business made, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he was like, what's your best month? So I told him, I did 16.5. Oh, you'll be available for like 180, 200,000. So I'm like, okay, bet. He like, all right, send over the bank statements. Because they want to prove it. Heard what I just said. <laughs> send over the bank statements. So remember, put the that first money five, in the bank. The first five minutes of our conversation, put that money. I in said, the bank. put the money in the business bank account because had I did that for the month of October, because remember I'm getting cash out in Zelle, and I don't got my cash out at the time in Zelle linked to my business bank account. It was personal, so I would have had to reroute money and all that. And I'm not the best computer person and all that, so. When he said that on the phone, I'm like, well, I don't have bank statements, but I've been doing cash up as well. He's like, that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. You got a bank statement, end of the month, it, it shows the total, and then you sent us. He said, I could have had you 200000 in two weeks. Well, I'm going to say this. Thanks for that lesson, because guess what? It's real talk. No, guess what? A lot of people with businesses, mm -hmm. even established business, are not putting their money in the business bank account, a lot of people have you get credit for that and not paying themselves. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, we, you sometimes well, they they they're, they're looking at it like you know your first three years. They tell you that you know you could take losses and but it might be doing you some hindering. You know, doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because now they giving people money away. Always do it. I I always go the hard way. I say it. No, listen. People say it's the hard way, so I go listen. the hard way. If you put money through the business bank account, pay hey. taxes on it, listen, they're giving you money away right now because of the pandemic. See, it's a different world right now because of the pandemic. They're giving you free money from the pandemic if you show the results. If you show the results, then you don't got to pay back this money. Like, yo, the business is so deep and real. So I tell everybody, listen, first step of the game, you want to do some LLC. Once you LLC and start having conversation, that's a, this is another thing. Once I started talking to people like, yo, you know, I got an LLC, got a closing line, and they know I got a business bank account, the conversation is like totally different for it's me different, out yeah. on the street. I don't get the regular conversation I used to get before a moment. Like I'm, my conversation, 
different people reach out, talk to me. It's like on another level. It's a different level. It's a level in this thing. I don't get too much regular conversation. So right? someone once says there are levels in this thing. Yeah, no, there are levels. In yeah, this once thing. you get an LOC yeah. and people know that, that's why every chance I get, I put it on Instagram. Mommy closes LOC. You'd be surprised my DMs. The people that hit me like, oh, this is an LOC. This is a business, and they give you that different conversation. There's some people that on Instagram that was very helpful. Like, yo, Mike, did you know this? Did you know that? You could do this because I put out there, I got an LOC. That's not something you hide. Put that out to the world. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me ask you this question. I know we keep saying we're wrapping up, but I got to ask you this okay. question, right? Mm -hmm. So you worked out, you went through the 90s. Mm -hmm. You worked at the post office. Right. Still do. You still, you do your promotion. Right. Promotion. Party promote, right. And you do your clothing design. Clothing. Correct. Right. Most people I know work at the post office is good with their retirement and just right, chill. Right. What drive you? What is your why? Why? Okay. Why didn't I'm you? Answer that. Yeah. What I'm is? Cut you your, off. Yeah. My I'm no. That. My greatest question to you today okay, is: okay. What is your why? So, post office is a great job. What drives you? You could you could you can pay your mortgage, mm -hmm. pay your bills, do uh, sustain in life. Mm -hmm. A very big appetite. Heard so I just what drive you is your I have, appetite. I have a very big appetite. Nice. I'm doing unusual shit. So the shit I'm doing, people at Post Office is not buying Rolexes. I'm on my fourth trip. It's we're in month what eight? This is month eight. Right? Yep. I'm on my fourth trip. I've been to Miami twice, Jamaica, Puerto Rico. I was in Puerto Rico two weeks ago. I don't know if you see my tent. Yeah, you understand what yeah, I'm we, saying? But he I don't know if you see my tent. He brought me nothing back. He brought me nothing back. You understand what I'm saying? He did bring so, me some liquor or something. So, like so, 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 so all I'm saying is I have a big appetite. I flew first class to Puerto Rico. Oh, that's the way to, sh to fly. First class. Okay. That was $1,000 a ticket. Mm -hmm. Okay? Oh, shit. I took my guest, a young lady, all expenses paid. I have a big appetite. So... I did a poll around the post office. No one flew first class in the post office. She said it's a good job. No one has ever flew first class. I'm talking about from grown people to young people. No one's flew first class. Mm. And post office is a good job. Y'all know this. So I have a big appetite. So even though I got a good job, I don't know if you know this. So they say, I want y'all to Google something. They say... To maintain <laughs> being a millionaire, millionaire. you, have, you to have to have at least, least seven jobs, five to six <laughs> streams, of streams, income. streams of income. How did I know that's what you're gonna say? Okay, no, no, no. Cheers. Cheers. So, goes back to the big appetite with me. I could have, you know, just stayed at the post of work, uh, go to work, clock in, you know. Every two weeks, you get your check, do some overtime, and that's it. Regular lifestyle. When I say it's the lifestyle, I'm living. All you got to do is check out my Instagram. But Money I like Mike 1996. Ah. <laughs> Marketing Mike 2020. Check out my Instagram. I'm living. So, Mike, say True your story. Instagram again, how they can reach you and buy your product. Mike 1996. Marketing Mike 2020. Check out the lifestyle. And I put Marketing Mike for my clothing line is because they say I'm a genius at marketing. 
and it only gets better. I'm just trying to juggle these other streams of income because it's not just about moment. It's not just about Mike doing parties. It's not just about Mike working at the post office. I got a couple of other things behind the scenes that I'm working on. Real estate is one that I'm, I'm, I'm juggling all that right now. You know what I'm saying? So my days, like my circle even changed. Oh, wait. that Yes, that's yeah, not yeah, a my change. My circle yeah. even changed. So I don't have time to hang with Joe Schmo and this one and that one because I could fuck around and fuck up five hours and that wasn't productive and mm-hmm. now I'm behind. So every day I got to do the most. So look at my dad. Go to work. Get out at four. I got to I gotta do so much stuff from four to nine. So I was going to ask him the day in the life of I got to cram all that in. Now, if some money's coming in, I might have to skip work because some money's coming in. So if, if you know... This because is, you have a big appetite. You know this is like a $2,000, $3,000 day. Fuck work. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't need to say it like that, but... That's I will see you tomorrow because I do have time. But I have time. That's what he so meant to I'll say. I'll call a sick day. This is a $3,000 day, you know, with merchandise and all that. So it be like that. that that's what type of time, type of time I'm on right now, the level I'm on right now. And I'm blessed. I owe a lot of this to f- social media. That's free. Instagram's free. Facebook is free. So think about it. Back in the days... If you wanted your company to grow, you hired a PR firm. The Facts. P- the PR firm is Instagram, Facebook right now. I hired a PR firm before. That's over. And wait, we just had a conversation we got Instagram, for two months. Facebook. Now okay. my PR is Instagram. You're right. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook. So you could do the PR work, or if you're mm-hmm. smart, you sit down, you network, you some, you find somebody that's loopy out here, loopy meaning like they the wave, and mm-hmm. you, you you find a way for them to integrate and help you out mm-hmm. to get your situation off the map. But th- you are the PR firm from a free situation, Instagram, Facebook. Well, Mike, I will yes. tell you this. Yes. I am grateful yes. that you took a time mm-hmm. out of your day mm-hmm. to spend with us here at yes, the yes, Salon yes. Talk. One thing I want to leave y'all is Black Lives Matter. We're supposed to support each other, uplift each other. And, and and I just want my words to impact somebody. You know, that's why I try to speak a lot on social media because you'll be surprised who's listening. Mm. And if you could impact one person for the week, that's a blessing. I I actually want to get you on another platform that I do, which is my foundation for the It's all good. Home I'm uh, there. you know, foster Set care kids and homeless kids. So I do want to get you on another platform, maybe to speak to the kids just right. to drive them. Right, right. You know. See, I, I'm I'm a you. We right. do. See, right. remember I told you I was a shampoo girl. Right, right. So I observe. Yes. yes. Observation is key to a motive mind, right? Gotcha. A motive mind is a mind that's going. Yes. yes. And you said one of my favorite things that I always say in order for you to be great, right? See, if you can't, a lot of people are in this situation and they can't see past mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. They can't see. See, I know. I could tell you what I'll be doing in the next five years or what my future looks like. Right. You have to see that. I never see myself can't, taking a bus, can't drive right, a car, right, can't right, do that. Right, right. So you have to think ahead of your time. Oh, yeah. And you are always thinking ahead of your time. Oh, yeah, always. So yeah. I That's thank you for that. Appreciate you. I thank you for that because people like you will help. If you help even one young man yeah, today facts. 
to learn goes a long way. that they could do that. You have done your job. Absolutely. You have done well. Yes. So with that, I want to tell you thank you. And, yes. and Mike, please yes. don't forget to like, subscribe, share, yes, yes, yes. and comment on yes. EOB Salon yes, Talk. Yes, yes, yes. Follow right. us. Um, we're on all platforms, okay. but follow us on YouTube. Okay. Uh, like, subscribe, and share. Are you yeah. on YouTube yet? You'll be on YouTube soon. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we may do something on YouTube. We ain't going to say much because something came to my head. We'll talk okay, later. Okay, say no more. Um, right. So I have a platform I'm putting together. We'll okay, say no more. I'm here. See, production don't like me because my head works while I talk. Listen, it's all good. It's yeah. all good. So it's this good. was good, and I'm grateful. I'm thankful for you. Yes, to yes. This is, so for me, I'll tell you a little thing about me. I know we're probably over time. Yeah. But this is full circle. And what I realize that's happening hmm, is my life is coming full circle. Okay. And when your life begins to come full circle, I'm about to get emotional. What's wrong with me? Because every interview that I've been doing is like a full circle interview. Okay. Right. You know, we met years ago, maybe right. 20, 30 something. Right. However long it is, yeah, I'm yeah, still young. Yeah, I ain't gonna talk yeah, about yeah, that. So we go. But we met years yeah, we're ago. We're going to like '95. In this space, I used to be a shampoo girl. Right. I owned the joint. Right. But we're looking and we're saying, you know, I do this because I want young people to know that it's not where you start. Right. It's your vision, and your if vision. you have a vision, just work right. hard. Work hard towards your vision. And you gotta, I, you gotta stick with it and put the work in. You gotta put. You the gotta work put in. the work in, and people that goes up, people. Think it shit happens overnight. They might get frustrated. Shit don't happen in two months, so they give up. You gotta keep putting the work in. Keep putting the work in. Don't give up. Keep put. If it don't work, find a new way. Adjust. You know, you always gotta adjust. Tweak things. It's tweaking. And and, and meeting people. You gotta be a socialite. Talk to people. Educate yourself on whatever you're doing. You have to research and get the information. And 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 and. Master your craft. So, you know, you do here. So you're looking at the competition. You're looking at all the beauty salons and seeing who's doing good stuff, who's doing bad stuff, and how you can, you know, outdo everybody. You got to, you know, see what's going on. And that's in every craft. In Clothing, every craft. whatever it is. You got to see what other people are doing. And, you know, it's okay to admire certain people. Then it's okay to be like, oh, I don't, no, nah, I wouldn't do it like that. And then you come with your own little but twist. But stay true to oh, yourself. Oh, yeah, true, yeah. To stay thyself, you and true. To thyself. Stay true in you. Stay true. Stay true in you. I want to thank you for taking your time to be here yes, today. Yes, 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 yes. And once again, this is EOB Salon Talk. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share. Thanks for watching.